Welcome to Soulful Conversations with S.A. and her friends, Brittany, Ja, and Bernard. Listen in as they discuss everything from relationships to finances and everything in between. Every Sunday, you can tune in at www.sabentertainment.com. Soulful Conversations with S.A. and friends. Can we talk? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Soulful Conversations with S.A. and Friends. Let's see who we got on the line with me. We don't have to see who we have because my same friends return and I'm so grateful to them for returning. So you guys make your presence known. Hey, what's up? What's up? This is uh, Bernard. Hey, <laughs> it's Brittany. Thanks for having me back. But you make it sound like we're not going to be back. So thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Ja. And I'm, I'm here and I'm ready. Enjoying it. All right, ladies and gents. As I mentioned during, I think it was episode two, you have a bunch of creatives with you every week. And writers, producers, directors, actors. So I like to bring forth some entertainment in that way. This week, we have one of my short films. Well, not short films. It's more like a scene. And everyone seems to think it should go on, but I digress. So tonight, we are going to be talking about a rule that people kind of have out there about relationships. Without further ado, let's go into the story today. Interior, bedroom, Leslie dresses. Her lover, Mark, sneaks behind her. Where do you think you're going? Mike playfully throws her on the bed. He tickles her. Stop. I got to get home to my kids. Mike helps her up and dresses her. When am I going to meet the little ones? Stop. Leslie pulls back. Meet them? Well, we are nowhere near that point. But I love you. Mark twirls her around. And I'm sure I love your kids, too. Let's talk about this next time. Mark stares lovingly at Leslie. What? I found you. My 80%. What? In any relationship, you're lucky to get 80% of what you want from somebody. The 20 you think you're missing haunts you, but it doesn't really matter because you got your 80. Leslie laughs at the notion. (laughs) Interior. Garage. Leslie pulls into her 5,000-square-foot home and opens one of the three garage doors. She smiles at the Infiniti Q56. Then she gets out of her Audi A6. Interior, kitchen. Leslie walks in and sees her 17-year-old and 12-year-old eating dinner when her husband walks up behind her. Surprise, baby! Steve waves barbecue sauce under her nose. Guess who been on the grill? The grill? I thought you were at the hospital all day. I know, but I took I took I took off in the middle of the day. Imagine that. I decided to make you and the kids favorite. Steve guides her to the table and serves her. The kids are too busy eating to even notice. Interior, bedroom. Steve snores away as Leslie sits up and reaches for her journal. She writes. 
Dear Journal, what a way to end the night. Steve surprises me and the kids with dinner. We have an impromptu movie night. Later, he draws me a bath and treats me to a massage. Then we have five minutes of the most boring sex ever. All these years, and he still doesn't know how to please me. Even if it's just 20% of the time. And scene. <laughs> All right, guys. Interesting concept. That's that 80-20 rule everybody talks about. So let's dive in. I'm sure everyone has their opinion. I do believe in the 80-20 rule. And I believe a lot of people get caught up in that 20% they think they're missing. That's where a lot of people stray in that 20%, looking for that 20% when they got everything they need out of that 80. So you might have to sacrifice if relationships are about sacrifice. That's true. It's all about what you want to sacrifice, though. Yeah. <laughs> and what you know about that. I just think, too, it's like what once you, you know, you get into that relationship and there's always that talking about what that person does that you're willing to put up with. Like, clearly, Steve snores. She's accepting his snoring. Right. Um, it's just like, you know, little things like that. That, um, and, but, and but see, the first, but Mark is confused because that ain't 20. She's just got a whole family. Like, he thinks it's 20. So sometimes that 20%, there may be some lies up in that 20%. You're settling and you don't know what's really happening. Yeah. He's created, I think he's created this facade and he's only, he sees this woman for her, this beautiful woman, which also makes her feel good because he's clearly focused on her and not really, you know, what you got going on. Probably didn't even ask all the right questions. Well, I'm trying to understand how she falls into the 20% category because if Steve is the husband the provider, the man at the house, and everything. Isn't he 80% only? He's 20% when it comes to maybe the bedroom because his sex is boring. So how does he fall there to 20% and no. Mark falls at 80 Correct me if I'm wrong, Essay, but I feel like Leslie, like maybe Mark is giving Leslie the realization that Steve is her 80%. The mm-hmm. sex thing maybe is just the 20%, right. but you know, she says he's good with the kids, surprise for dinner, movie night, romantic, draws the bath. And she's like, that 20% is the, they just ain't getting it well in the bedroom. Right. That 20% is, is what she's looking for outside, which is bad. But Right. And that's how she ends up with Mark. That 20% Mark, that now, Mark looking. says, Mark says, you're my 80%. He didn't exactly. say that. She didn't say it. At the end of that night, when she goes into her journal, oh, that, yeah. uh, even though it still don't know how to please me, if it's just 20% of the time. Meaning he so, doesn't know how to please her 20% of the time. So he's still, he's 80% then, and Mark is at 20%. Right. Now Mark yes, tells right. her, Mark is her that he's at 80. Like Mark tells her that his, you are my 80. A- right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, as a woman, I know typically, like, say, if, a man, if you haven't met a man's family or something like that, and you've been together a while, that's all that always raises some red flags. Yeah, right. But this is good feedback for me as the writer because there was some ambiguity there that I need to work on to kind of, you know, make it oh, clarify yeah, make it, or make it clear. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it also too, there's that just like projects where you think mm-hmm. and you talk at the end of it. You're like, well, so what, what did that mean? And then it's like, no, Mark looks at her as the 80%. Who knows what his 20% is? Right. Who knows what he's dealing with? Or but when they separate, but when they separate, what is Mark doing? Mm, right. Mm-hmm. What is his Mark single and free? He, he still got something going on. He's still feeling some kind of way. Even well, that twenty like percent is missing. Is the kid? He feels like she's upset that she. I'm assuming, as I don't know if this is right, is that he doesn't have a connection with her family. That like he wants to know all of her. So he has her, but she still has kids, and he doesn't know them. So that's the twenty percent he's lacking. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, that's it. That well, like I want to meet your kids. I want to be involved with your life instead of just. But then again, yeah. But see, and then also too. But Mark don't know from what we said tonight, where was, how the story went. That I don't think Mark know about the husband. He, he I said, was just about to I'm say that. Be, when I'm she, gonna meet the kids? She got a story. Any man, any single man, I'm telling you, if it's like if I know I'm messing with a, a married woman, I, I don't want to meet a kid. I wouldn't want to meet a kid. If of I was course, a yeah, of course. Well, no. I don't think, yeah, the way I no, read it, for, I don't think he knows about. That? Yeah, he doesn't uh, it, know it, about it, the it husband. Indicate that, that. That's, it indicates that. But once again, there's a it, it brings out the talking and then the, and the thinking because it's like mm-hmm. I don't think Mark asks all the right questions because you right. I know I've done it before. Where it's like I meet a woman, she has kids. I'm like, oh, okay, how old are they? That's one question he didn't ask because he would have known they were teenagers. And then the second one is is home dude still in their life? Right. Uh, I, uh, I would have played. I said. So how's your kid? How's the father? How, how's the, yeah. the or, father? Or if, a woman's really, or if a woman's really mad at the baby daddy, she bring it up. She's like, oh, yeah. And but, but you know that something that, that I've learned? I dated a guy before with kids, and I was so eager to meet them, right? But now in my life, like, I'm also dating a guy with kids, and I just met them when we dated for seven months. Because I was reluctant, you know, I'm like, I don't want to meet them yet. Because kids, I know this is totally kind of not what's written in there. But when I first read it, I'm like, you know, people, women aren't, don't want to introduce their kids to every single man they're dating. Right. You know what I mean? Because that doesn't set yeah. a good example or a no. good tone at all. Yeah. I tell, I've dated women with kids. And I told them, like, yeah, no, I don't want to meet your kids yet. Because I know we're going right. to get along. Right. Me and kids get along. So I know I don't want to. Then you'll have that right relationship away. and you may have to break it off with them if you, you exactly. guys Exactly. And I don't like. That's hard. You know, yeah. But she don't answer the question either when he said, so when I'm going to meet the little ones? Yeah. Well, he wanted, he wanted to meet them because he probably know in his heart that something is off. So. Yeah. I don't think he think a husband. I don't think he's clear that that is a spouse at her house. Well, he's a bit right. curious. He he is a bit curious because she never stays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And has he even yeah. been at her house? No, he has not. No, no. Yeah, because she's at, that, she's at his house. Oh, but right. that's why I think he's so caught up in her, to where okay, it doesn't matter. Which means, what's going on when she's gone? Are you in mm-hmm. bad relationships, and then finally you got one, and it comes with baggage? on top of secrets that you don't know about. <laughs> so, but yeah. You know, it's puzzling to me also why he would even use that terminology of the 80%. Uh, 
I'm your 80%. Because why would a man, if he's just dating a woman, and he's about to say, well, I'm going to meet the kid, why would I even say, I'm your 80%? So it, it bothered me why he even brought that. No, 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 Bernard. He said, you're mine. Yeah. You're my 80%. Oh, he yeah, said, because she won't let. She's holding yeah. some things back. She got kids. He wants you to meet them. Yeah, that's haunting him that he hasn't met her kids yet. Which, underlyingly, you know, he's missing wow. a part of his life. Yeah. So Why am I like, saying you are my eighty percent? Okay. Yeah. yeah, he says that Leslie is his eighty percent. He's not saying he's hers. She's his. Right. I mean, I, and I see above me. Why would he even say that? Because that's Why how he even feels about her. If I'm dating you, and I understand that, but I would never put it, I'm your 80%. You're my 80%. That's when you start throwing the numbers up there, that means then if you're my 80%, he's your 20%. And I don't know. I don't know. It's just puzzled me. I never use that term. That term well, but she's not. She hasn't vocally said that he's her 20%. I'm equating yeah. that being that that's what she's going to him for what she's missing for her husband. Like, right. her husband is a, her 80. Like, he does everything wonderfully, except something's missing, and she's going to him for that. Yeah. Right. She so yeah, don't really want to probably be with him. He ain't drawing baths and cooking ribs and stuff. <laughs> now, I think she does want to be with him, but she's not going to lose everything she has. Right. That mm -hmm. 50,000, 5,000 square foot. Yeah, all those that cars, stuff. those garages, yeah. those right. kids. Right. The every now and then, like everything leading up to sex is great. And then the sex makes me remember why I went and saw Mark. Right. right. Which is yeah. not okay. Which is definitely not okay. But yeah. you know. And don't get me wrong, guys. Now, you know, men do the same thing. They go out looking for their 20%. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's what's interesting about this story and the one we did of the last episode, <laughs> a couple episodes ago is, um, this one comes with a little bit of thinking. She thought this through. It mm -hmm. just seems like the other one, it's like, yo, this is what I'm about to do. Yeah, I'm cheating. It just, this one has a little more, and what she has a lot more to lose, but it still seems like, yeah, this one is a little more devious. <laughs> yeah. Well, for my gentleman on the call, I'm not going to say I did that on purpose. The story was always written that way. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, y'all were like, well, if we do another cheating story, can we make sure it's the woman this time? So, <laughs> yeah. well, but it also too leads, let's say like this story goes on and on. Like when it hits the fan, there's a lot to lose. Mm -hmm. Whereas the other one, if it hits the fan, it just seems like he could lose his wife, but at the same time, <laughs> end up with the side piece. For all we know, Mark may have somebody fulfilling his 20 because maybe this lady works too much. She's not cooking. She's not doing that. So he out there got his 20 going on, which may make his 20% in the bad week because he's spreading himself too thin. I think, wow. you know what, I think, I think he's I not. Think, no, I think, I think his, Mark he's not is working. 20%. I think Mark knows he's a 20%. You think he know? He doesn't know that. I promise you he did. Hmm? He doesn't I'm, know okay, I'm just looking at maybe I'm saying it wrong. I'm just looking at it again. And he says in any relationship, you're lucky to get the eighty percent you want from it. The twenty percent you think you're missing haunts you, but it doesn't really matter because you got your eighty percent. Twenty percent if you think you're missing that haunts her, which is the intimacy, it don't matter because 
you really got, you got your 80%. Yeah. Which is your husband. I'm just the 20%. But he, he doesn't, know. He doesn't know about the husband. He doesn't know she's married. Now, with that being said, I mean, the only reason I say that, don't, don't bash me. The only reason I say it because most men don't put themselves in an 80 or 20% or any percent in a relationship. Now, it's just whether I see your kids or don't see your kids, I'm good Whoa. with that. But when I start saying, you're my 80%, I know I'm not getting all of you because somebody else is getting that 20% when I have to put it down in, in percentage size. I don't think it means somebody else is getting it. It's just like, say you have a list. Say women, we mm-hmm. are good at lists. Like, I want a man who has like the same yeah. amount of degrees I have. Or I want a man who's this height. I, da, 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 da. Say I have everything on my list, and I want mm-hmm. a man that's six foot or taller, but he's five foot five. And he doesn't, you know, that's like, okay, well, I love everything about him, but I'm missing something. So that's when people mm-hmm. start talking about the 80-20 rule. Like, you're not always going to get a hundred percent of what's on your list. And what's on his list is right now in that relationship, his a hundred percent is if he knew her kids, but it's haunting him that he doesn't know them, but everything else for, in his perspective, there is good. You go. he's in love. That's her eight. That's there his you eight. go. The eight. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And it could be that simple. You're not giving me the 20 and the 20 is not seeing your kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which could change. He might, they may be a hundred. So, you know, he doesn't know she's yeah. married. But like, say he meets the kids, he's like, oh, my God. And then that's when he proposes to her or something, yeah. not knowing he don't have a husband taking that out the equation. Um, or he may just look, keep looking for an 100, which yeah. doesn't really I mean, because all we know about the story is we know more of her story right. than we he know of his. Know. So right. all we can, all just going off of reading it, all we can say is Mark is a single man. He found this uh-huh. woman. She's his eighty. And what could push it over the top to 100 is meeting your kids. Yep. I like Mark. (laughs) You say like Mark. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like Leslie, and I'm a woman. I I feel like defiling a marriage is just the worst possible thing. You know, if something's not going right with that 20, that's where you need communication for. Things could get better, but yeah. We go on and on talk about this forever, but I know. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and that's really what I like about these little scenes is that's what I want. I want to open dialogue. I want people thinking. Because there are women out there and men who are, yeah. who have everything they need except for something. This- well, if we also stop placing so much value on the things on our list, too, I, you can have someone who's your everything. Maybe the superficial things on your list weren't checked off. But I do believe that someone can meet all of your needs with communication and yeah. not extremely high expectations that you can't even offer yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's that old saying, be careful what you wish for, or what you ask for, because you get it. But. There's also some things you didn't ask for. It's in the details. Now, mm-hmm. she asked for this money, these kids, the garage, the house, this man. Right. She asked for that. And the man might be but too tired where all he got is five minutes. He didn't work all day. <laughs> he made the ribs and drew the bath. He's tired. Well, and then, too, it's like, you know, help. I'll just put it this way. Help him out. Right. She been out, but she's been out busy doing what she's doing. She yeah. can't even help. So now she's tired. She didn't already help somebody else out. She can't help him out. (laughs) 
All right, yeah. guys. Let's learn this. Give it, if you love somebody, give them they all, all. If you don't and something going on, just be honest and tell the truth so you ain't wasting nobody's time out here. Mm. That's that. So, <laughs> Steve, I'm just so thrilled. I have a family. I'm doing whatever I can to keep my family. I work at the hospital. I don't know what I do. I'm probably a doctor. And I work long hours. And yeah, five minutes is a lot to me. I just want to satisfy you and then go on to sleep. Well, that's the problem. He ain't satisfying. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he probably he's probably aware of that too. He probably aware of that too. He probably aware. She, she needs to communicate that. And started telling her diary. Like it's a nice way of saying it too. Like listen. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Men know if men really care, they know when they ain't doing everything they should do. Or you know, yeah. come on. We do. Yeah. yeah, I would know. That's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that men felt like if they know if they're not keeping up, whatever. Well, it's okay. That we ain't gonna take this to rated R. But if you're a lot of times, I know men will be like, "Man, I know, like, I'm sorry, like, I didn't, you know, you know, it's cool, you know. Every once in a while, five minutes is all right. You feel me? Like, we tired, you know. Duh, duh, duh. So I feel like, I mean, I don't know, men. From my experience, I believe they know. Five minutes so, is a quickie. I'll be honest with you. I told a girl one time, you sexually selfish. <laughs> Why? Because I told her, because we doing our thing. I'm pleasing her. But she's she not returning me. it. The no, nah, like you selfish. Got it. Yeah. You're selfish. So if you got you a selfish woman or if you got you a selfish man, yeah, after a while, we both going to be 20 percenters. It's a selfless act. Each party should be focusing on the other party, not focusing on self. Exactly. That's yeah. it right there. So as a man, you're going to know if you're not doing things, unless you're just pretending like he is. I always was told that it always starts in the morning. It starts in the morning, goes throughout the day, and when the nighttime comes, it is the finale. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Because hey. I tell you, when I was mad, my wife come on. I was so thrilled to see her and believe me. But throughout the day, she know what I was, what was on my mind. That is that is can't wait. What made you come home? Because you know what? that's <laughs> another, time, right. <laughs> that's another topic for another show. Because I okay. want to ask my guys: Is that all y'all think about? But we're we're gonna table that. No, uh, not all. I mean, some women, that's what they think about legit. too. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't say if all guys, but no, that's not what I always thought about. Thought about my family. That's my main first part of my family. But you, you know, ain't got no kids yet, you know? That's that's, that's what I'm going to be on my mind. <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. Because I do oh. know some women that that's what's on their mind. <laughs> Wow, I'm and, and if it's not on your mind, I didn't think, think you're that. Actually, selfish. <laughs> I didn't think that. I didn't think women thought about it. Oh, if really? you if you I have heard. great chemistry with someone, I mean, it's so many people who hate each other and together. I don't. That doesn't make sense. But you actually like and love your husband and the person you're with, of course. Oh yeah, of course, yes, of course, that yeah. I'm talking single women. I was talking about single women. They're just dating. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up here. I like how we lead into what's going to happen next, what we're going to talk about next. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I like I'm it. Open to it. Yeah, maybe this will kind of 
lead us into next week. Let me see what I can pull out of my hat. <laughs> Hi, audience. Y'all better stay tuned because you know some juice is coming up next week. <laughs> In fact, I got the perfect story. Yeah, I got the perfect story. We're going to tackle in the next week or two. So, ladies and gents, thank you for tuning in. Soulful Conversations with S.A. and her friends. And I want to thank friends for always showing up for me. I do appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, yes. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, ladies and gents, y'all come in and join us for Soulful Conversations every Sunday at 6 p.m. The episode will be dropping, available for you and your listening pleasure. So we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week and stay safe. Stay home if you can and and be blessed. All right. And always remember, it's just conversation, guys. It is just conversation. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today as we kept the conversation going. Nothing like a soulful conversation to get your week started. Tune in every week with S.A. and her friends, Brittany, Ja, and Bernard. Can we talk?